welcome to the Divine Feminine Playground podcast. I'm Linda, your host, and in this podcast, we're going to be exploring all the things that enrich the experience of what it means to be a divine feminine being. The playground rules are simple. Open your mind, get curious, and have a ton of fun. From relationships to business to all of your layers and facets, Get ready to dive into anything and everything that brings you deeper into your heart and closer to your soul. Alrighty, today we are talking about something pretty controversial and that is my decision to not have kids. Well, it's kind of up in the air now, but... I don't know if or when I will be having children. And that was a massive decision that I've been kind of ruminating over for the past couple of years, because growing up, like the expectation for women is to, you know, get a good job, find a husband, get married, and then have kids. That's like the natural progression, the conditioned progression of what our lives should be. But over the past few years, I've really been thinking about, but do I actually want kids? Like, where is that coming from? And it was so difficult for me because I love kids. And so coming to the realization that maybe I don't actually want to have my own kids that was really really difficult because it was like so many different sides of me fighting and because i've always also growing up thought of myself as eventually becoming a mom like that was a big part of what i wanted to do in life so now that i'm kind of settled on my decision not to have kids at least for like the next three four years and even unsure if I ever will have kids I want to talk about a couple of things that I've had to think about and I hope that this kind of lessens the stigmatization that society has towards women who choose not to have children because I think these conversations are so important and Also, like regardless of if you want to have children or not, we should be having these conversations around giving birth to children and having children because they are such a huge responsibility. And I really honestly do think that many people don't realize that or they kind of overlook just how big the responsibility is. So let's talk about the obvious reason which is like health concerns and how much your body will change right like your body is going to go through so much through a pregnancy and birth and then also recovering and healing and getting back in shape and getting fit again after birth like i have family friends who have given birth and have had like c-sections and they their abdominal muscles were cut and they just like it just that's it so permanent things like that freaked me out and also just personally i've been on such a long journey with my own body because i have a background in dance specifically ballet i started ballet when i was about four or five i think and i quit when i was in year 10 so i would have been 
four, no, not 14. Um, I would have been 16, 15, 16. And those 10 years were so difficult on my perception of my body because when I was about 13-ish, I gained a lot of weight because I was like going through puberty and I was really growing into my body. And my teacher would make comments on my body. And you know how like every one of us has rolls of fat on our bellies, especially like when we sit down, she would call those like pool floaties, like, you know, the the ones that go around your waist. And so I had like, I didn't even realize how bad my body dysmorphia was until I was looking back through photos of when I was like 15, 16. And I remember back then thinking I was like so big. And now looking back, I'm like, what the hell am I even talking about? So I'm so aware that going through pregnancy, I don't know what the effect of that is going to be like on me psychologically. And I'm really lucky in that my partner is so accepting. And we've talked about this a lot um, where he just continuously reassures me. But even then it's like for men, you just have the addition of a baby, you know, but nothing changes on a physical level for you when your partner is going through her pregnancy you're still able to work out you're still able to like you know keep yourself fit and do all your normal things and then you just have a baby but i think that like i know for me psychologically it's going to be a big like it's going to be a constant challenge and so that is that was one big part of it then of course the health risks like getting gestational diabetes preeclampsia high blood pressure postpartum depression there are so many things that can happen and also actually last year i found out about the husband stitch which i have never felt more disgusted in my entire life i was disgusted i was repulsed i was so angry like i don't even have the words for it because it's like your like your wife or your partner has literally put her body and her mental state through hell to birth an actual human out of her like have you seen those videos on social media where they like the nurses show you just how big a 10 centimeter dilation is like imagine your body doing that and then having to push a freaking baby out of you and there you are being like oh you know is is she gonna be too loose like what the fuck are you actually like what the i i cannot comprehend like i'm i'm going on a tangent but i was so angry and so disgusted like i just my blood boils just thinking about it so anyway (sighs) taking a few deep breaths just calm myself down all of those health concerns and body concerns aside for me I am the eldest daughter in my family. I'm the eldest daughter of immigrant parents. So if that doesn't already tell you everything you need to know, with my siblings, I was the only child up until I was about 11 when my first sister was born. And then my second sister was born when I was 12. So they're very close in age, but they're quite a bit younger than me. And I basically 
helped my parents to raise them because at the same time I had a bunch of cousins from overseas coming to stay with us and so my parents were so preoccupied because we went from like a household of three people to a household of nine people like can you even imagine and with two newborn babies as well so I really they kind of just left me because they were like oh yeah she you know Linda knows what she's doing she can you know she goes to school here and she does everything and we can just kind of leave her alone and so i took on so much responsibility i basically parented myself through my teenage years and i also helped my parents parent my sisters so i you know i i love doing it it was so rewarding but it was also so exhausting and also very very what's the right word like taxing on a spiritual level not in a bad way but just very like there was a lot of awareness and a lot of self-reflection and I think just in terms of having kids I personally just feel like I've already done it like I even though I didn't give birth to them I feel like I've already gone through the process of raising kids and mind you I didn't I wasn't even like the full parent like I just did I just help my parents out, you know, so I already feel like I've done it and I don't feel the need to necessarily do it all over again. Like I've said, unless it's like a hundred percent fuck yes, I want to have kids. I am not having kids because even a shred of doubt is going to play up and yeah, I don't know where that is going to go. So another thing that I want to talk about is how having a baby is not just having a baby you are having a full human being and i think when people think about babies they get baby fever because yes babies are so freaking cute but they're only babies for a couple of years and even in the couple of months you know you're barely getting any sleep because they're waking up every couple of hours so you have to think about like are you ready to be bombarded with ten thousand questions every single day from the moment they wake up to the moment they fall asleep when they're a toddler because that will happen are you ready to fight with them and have them tell you that they hate you when they're going through their teenage rebellion phase like if you think about all the ways that you treated your parents i mean obviously not when you were a toddler because personally i can't remember any of that but i know i've treated my parents in pretty terrible ways and now that i've grown up i can look back and be like okay i was a pretty like shitty kid back then because i didn't understand their point of view and so are you ready to have your kids act in that same way to you and also i think a big part of my relationship with my sisters and you know having pseudo raised them is the fear of losing them one of my biggest fears because now they're in their teenage years is losing them like i cannot even imagine what that is like and i'm gonna start crying now because every time i think about that i will tear up because i just like i don't know how i would live if that ever was to happen and i think having my own kids it is going to be the exact same fear like if you have siblings who are much younger than you or or even not they don't even have to be like much younger than you just any kind of younger siblings they feel like your kid and yeah it's just 
it's a difficult um, thing to even think about. So moving on, my experience of my teenage years, I really felt like by the age of 13, I was already like an adult. I had to step into that responsible adult role. And so I feel like I didn't really get to grow up. And I, I've had to be pretty honest with myself that I'm really scared I will feel resentful if I have a child and I have yet another person relying wholly on me. And I realize that it's it's a pretty selfish thing to say, but it honestly is the truth. And I like I've had to be the reliable one. I've had to be the responsible one. And at this point in my life, I'm so exhausted from that and I don't want to be responsible or have that level of responsibility for a whole human being, like another human being. And I think if you have that feeling, if you do feel like that, it really is completely valid. And I think that if you're then making the decision to not have children, really that's such a responsible thing because you know that you're not capable of giving someone the attention and um, the care that they deserve. And so like, for me, I would rather not have children than have the potential that I'm going to be resentful or I'm going to feel like they, you know, took something away from me or whatever else. Because that's when parents start projecting their own shit onto their kids, right? Like we've all probably either experienced or have heard people talk about how their parents were almost like living through them and trying to like control their life and trying to make them into a bit like whoever they wanted them to be instead of who their child actually was like I I experienced that as well and it's just yeah like it's not something that I want to do to my kids because if I have children I am gonna do my best to let them be who they are which means that I have to work through a lot of my own stuff um before I have kids and it was funny because I was talking to one of my friends who also doesn't want to have kids and we were saying how a lot of people who actually understand how big of a responsibility it is to have kids people who have actually had these conversations whether with other people or just thought about these things with themselves they're the ones who choose not to have children and when they have children or if they have children they actually understand the responsibility of what it means to be a parent you're not just responsible for providing you know a roof over your kid's head and food for them to eat it is so much deeper than that which leads me then to parental trauma (laughs) so i am fully well aware that if i have kids they will be traumatized no matter what i do because the world will happen to them And I am not someone who is like deluding myself that I can raise the perfect kids and I'll be the perfect parent because I think that then leads again to that projection of your own insecurities. Um, And so I'm fully well aware that even though I'm going to try to be 
the most conscious parent and the most aware parent they are still going to be activated and to be traumatized and that is something that i have no control over and i remember when i was helping my mom raise my sisters there were a lot of her mannerisms and her sayings that really hurt me when i was a kid i began to like do the same things to my sisters and that was pretty much like the biggest wake-up call like i had an existential crisis pretty much when i was like 17 18 and they were you know just starting to talk um no not just starting to talk just starting to kind of be able to understand things and you know get a little bit naughty and not listen to you and so that was a huge moment where i was like oh my god all the ways that i used to tell my mom if i have a daughter i will never do this to her i was doing that to them and it was yeah it was a really difficult time because then i was also like oh my god does that mean i am going to be a shit parent in the future which is like if you're thinking about that then you have opened the doorway to healing from that and so over the next couple of years um even now i've had to deconstruct a lot of the conditioned ways that my mom was raising me in and things that i've internalized from her so hopefully all of that is you know eventually if i do have kids will help um i'm very aware that there's going to be more things that will come up if i eventually have my own children but all of that all of the things that i've talked about are already enough to make me go okay definitely not right now definitely not in the next two or three years because i still have so much growing to do and of course no one is ever going to be in the perfect place to be a parent but i just don't think where i am right now i'm ready to take on that responsibility so yeah that was a pretty short and sweet episode And I really hope that this can help to open up a lot more conversations, whether you're the one having children or your partner's the one having children. I really think that this is something that needs to be talked about more and verbalized more. And this is something also that I've been talking to my own sisters about, even though they're just in their teenage years, you know, this is something that they, I feel like is really important for them to understand as they're growing up. So they don't have to go through the same conditioning to just be like okay well you know when i'm 30 i should be married and have a kid i want them to craft their own path and to find their own path and if having children is something that they feel like is a hundred percent fuck yes they want to be a mom i will support them a hundred percent but if not i want them to know that that is okay as well So that is that for this episode. I will catch you next time.